welcome back to the Anything You podcast, the Chris and Drew show. I'm Christian, your host. I got my boy, my main man, Drew England. How you doing today, Drew? I'm good, man. Uh, we got the we got the game on the TV. I know we're watching that right now. So we're uh, currently recording this when the OU Texas is 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 going on. So Red River. So yes, uh, we're watching that right now. So I'm doing good. We also good. got our, our main man JP on the Andy Sooner JP and Trav show. JP, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Just trying to stay warm up here in uh, frigid Indianapolis. You know, so thanks for having me on the show tonight. I appreciate you. Oh, for sure. Thank you for coming on, man. We appreciate you. So we're pretty much just going to jump right into questions. I know we all want to get to this game, but uh, JP, I wanted to ask you real quick. How did you and Trav get the idea to do the JP and Trav show and just kind of talk about how that all started? You know, you're like your biggest struggles, like starting it up, if there were any, if there. Yeah. So, you know, kind of how it all started. I one one time I was doing, I just decided to do a live stream um, on my channel, the Indie Sooner. Um, I'm pretty good buds with um, <clears throat> Ty over at Around the Table Sports. Um, he's got about 10K subs. And so I, I have been on the show multiple times. Um, and he used, he used this the same live stream platform that I started to use, StreamYard. And so, um, you know, I saw that and I just saw opportunity. Hey, I'm just going to do a live stream, kind of get into this. Um, I did first one myself. Um, second one I did uh, with, uh, I believe, Jacob Majors. And third one. I did with Trav and then, you know, kind of after that third one, people really liked the way that Trav and I vibed. And so I brought him on next week and then the next week. And it just kind of turned into a um, cohesive thing um, that, you know, the people kept coming, um, people were clamoring for it. And so we said, you know, okay, let's just kind of roll with this thing. And so we just uh, decided to call it the JP and Trav show just on a whim. Um, and, you know, from there, we just started doing, you know, weekly live streams. And um, I think we, we thought about kind of doing it. We thought about different things. Talked about doing like a podcast. We thought about doing, um, you know, obviously Travis was doing his spaces um, a little bit later in that time. But, you know, I think we just decided to kind of stick with the, the one night live stream uh, because it was it was something that people knew, hey, Every Wednesday night, you know, 9 p.m. Central Time, this is when the JP and Trap Show is. And it's a unique platform because especially with the guests we've been able and blessed to have on, you know, people get to come and ask them questions like live. Um, you know, obviously sometimes with podcasts and different things, like you may get to watch one. And, you know, obviously that there's questions that people would ask a certain person or whatnot. And, you know, you may not get the question that you wanted to have asked out there. And so for us, you know, obviously we kind of have a, a half portion of it be, you know, we're going to ask the question, but then we open up the last half to the people that are in the chat and we get some of their questions in there. And, you know, StreamYard allows us to put their question kind of up on the screen so they kind of feel engaged with, and, oh my gosh, my question got picked, you know, and, you know, they get to they get to hear that. And so that's kind of continued to, to drive our engagement. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it, it happened. Uh, Trav and I, similar to you guys, had never met before, um, just over Twitter. And, you know, I, I got the chance to go down and uh, go to Oklahoma and go to the Iowa State game um, over Thanksgiving because my mom lives in Noble right outside. And uh, my sister runs track at the University of Oklahoma right now as well. And so uh, we just went down there and my wife did to visit them. And, you know, I got to meet Trav in person for the first time. And you know, obviously our on, on screen chemistry was no different than off the screen. And, you know, we've just become really 
good friends, you know, more than just partners, you know, we check in on each other's daily lives and stuff like that as well. And so, you know, just to encourage you guys too, I feel like I can sense that bond forming with y'all, but that's kind of how you keep that authenticity is just, you know, you, when you're friends in real life, then it kind of goes on screen too. And people can, yeah, can tell you. Sure. No, we, I know for me, I look forward to it each and every week watching you guys and, and seeing who you bring on and, and stuff like that. And the last week was, was Jeremiah Hall. And that was really awesome. Uh, I think a lot of people really wanted to, to hear kind of his story where he's at right now. And then, you know, coming through the whole draft process and, and things coming on that, you know, I think you guys will probably have him back on and stuff like that too. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great show. We've, we've been inspired by it and, and we look forward to, to watching it and, uh, you know, even having our questions uh, asked on it. So we, uh, we appreciate you guys for, for what you guys do and, and helping, uh, you know, create some more, uh, you know, fandom with Sooner Nation. So it's kind of funny that you bring that up because I remember I was on our Anything OU page and I was watching it on the Jeremiah Hall stream. And I put up there because I, I watch podcasts and I pray all the time. It's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, obviously, besides yours, honestly, and mine, of course, because I like to critique myself. But <laughs> you put up my question on there because he was talking about how B. Will was getting him some shit for his bad shoe game. Yeah. So I threw up a question. I was like, what's your shoe game looking like? And you put the question up on the screen. I was yeah. like, I did not expect him to put that question up. Yeah. I was completely joking. My, my other, my, mine got up there too. The, uh, you know, when, when did you go bald, Jeremiah? So I didn't think that was going to get asked. So that was, uh, that was pretty good too. So. Yeah, no, we try, we try to keep everybody on their feet, man. Like, you know, we just, that's, that's the unique thing about it too. Like, People can ask all, all, types of, all types of questions, and you know, in, if we feel like it's gonna vibe with what we're talking about, we'll we'll throw it up there. And, you know, we want everybody to feel like they are uh, a part of it. And I think the unfortunate part is we started out early, getting two hundred to four hundred views. Like there was, there's still obviously a decent amount of people probably live. I'd say there was about eighty to hundred live. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bit easier to go through questions, but now there's like 300 to 500 lives sometimes. And so like, it's hard to, and I, you know, I, I've had people reach out to me about it. Like, bro, like, do we have a problem or something like that? I'm like, no, like, <laughs> and I, was, I was like, you know, like, it's like, we oh, got like, a lot, you know, yeah, I was like, there's a lot of questions, bro. Like, I, and I, that's why I said on the Jeremiah Hall thing, I said, look, it's like, wait, wait, save your questions until it's question time, because I'm not, I'm not going back to the first minute of the podcast to look at what your question was. Yeah. Time. I'm just not, yeah. there's too much to spoke. Well, especially all the dialogue that's going on too between the questions, right. you know, you've got to go way back, way back. So other Which is than- another great thing, right? Like, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, Drew, but oh, uh, that's good. another great thing is like, there's also just a community within the chat. Like people, yep. I mean, there's a ton of side conversations going on that Travis and I have no <laughs> no idea yeah. about, but it's, it's just like- another, I'm guilty, another I'm guilty of it too. I'll raise my hand and say, I, I can do some- do some side chats. That's so fine. No, we that's all what get, it's for, we all right? It, that, so. like, it's another community. Like that's what yep. it's for, and that's why you know we, we love it. We love it. So we're doing it. Yeah. So <laughs> other than the, I know I think Sooner Nation and Twitter also, you know, they know you for the the JP and Trav show. But tell us, um, uh, you know, about your about your uh, nine to five, if you will. You know, tell us what you do. You know, other than the uh, the uh, yeah. JP and Trav show, because it's it's I think it's pretty cool. Drew, I wish it was a nine to five. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said quotes in quotes, because um, I know how. Yeah. I, so I'm a, I'm an athletic director, a full time athletic director, 
um, at a, I mean, I don't know what the classifications are in Oklahoma, but it'd be a 1A or, a, you know, single A, whatever. Um, school, size school, we've got about 100. It gave me an opportunity, which all I could ask for. I actually went to the school um, for a decent amount of time. It's a K through 12 private school. I went there from first through 10th grade. Um, and so I really just was able to have the opportunity to um, do what I wanted to do. I've always wanted to be an athletic director. Um, and I really figured that out um, in college. So I went to Grace College. It's in Warsaw, Indiana, Northern Indiana. Um, and I would say I have that college has one of the best uh, small college athletic directors in America, NAI, NAI athletic directors in America. I mean, he has done so much for the growth of the school um, and he's just a genuine, passionate dude. And so he helped me, um, you know, figure out that, you know, athletic directoring is kind of where God was laying my talents. And he's still, like me and him still, we talk like, every week, you know, I ask him questions just trying to figure out like, how did you handle this? How did you do this? Um, and so, you know, it's been, it's been very cool. I didn't know how I was going to get the opportunity. I mean, I'm, I'm only 25. Um, so to have the opportunity to be an athletic director at 25 is big for me um, as I, you know, continue to try to progress. But yeah, that's what I, that's what I do uh, outside of JP and Travis and outside the Indy Sooner. And, you know, I've, I've been a little bit, not want to say MIA, but I think just, as I'm going into looking at what we want to do next year, I've been really honing in on some meetings um, and some big picture stuff. So I really haven't, I really haven't tweeted that much. Um, do your kids, do your kids tune into the JP and Trap show and kind of know what you have going on outside of work? Yeah. So I have a, I have one kid that does, he actually does some, he does some video work for um, a local uh, 6A high school up here. That's actually pretty good. Um, he's, Think about going to Cincinnati and trying to trying to do video work for their football team. Um, I'm trying to get him to go play college basketball because uh, you know I, he wants to, so he's trying to decide between the two. But uh, he's kind of I've kind of mentored him. I've actually known him the last three years, so he's kind of like a little brother to me. But he uh, he watches and you know he'll be like he'll be like I saw I saw you I saw you on the the live stream last night, Mr. Posey. Uh, you know what what's going on? You know he'll be he'll be uh, chopping it up with me. And the the funny thing is like. A lot of my friends up here, and so um, in a second, after I tell the story, I'll kind of get into, if it's okay with y'all, just my background and it. how I became a OU fan. You know, I'm, I just do know I'm any sooner. I live in Indianapolis, but they don't know kind of why. And so, you know, a lot of my friends in Indiana, like, they're like, they don't understand how, like, deep I am into, like, OU stuff. Like, they they knew I was a big OU fan. Like, I was all through college, all through high school. I talked about stats, analytics, everything I do now. But, like, now I actually have been blessed to make some connections, right? And so, like, I know things before the general public knows things. And, like, for example, with Caleb Williams, I knew, like, we knew Caleb Williams was not coming back to Oklahoma a month ago, like, a month ago, right? And all, all three of us knew that, right? Through sources, connect, whatever. Yeah. My friend, I had six of my friends text me the day that he announced he's going to USC. Bro, are you okay, bro? Man, like, <laughs> What's going on at OU? And I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I, exact exact same thing happened to me because everybody's yeah. like, yeah, he went to USC. I was like, uh, yeah. yeah, and and like <laughs> been this. I mean, this saying. is not any. This is not new news for us. You know, it's, it's not news. We 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 knew after that yeah. Alamo Bowl. You know, yeah. he's, he's he's out the door, and it was like, yeah. hey. 
we just got to let people, you know, do their thing and, and cope how they want to cope. But yeah. for, for us, I think it was just we had a, a, a same, you know, kind of feeling that, hey, it, we're on, 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 on to the, uh, onto the future. And I, I wish him all the best. I'm never going to, you know, and like, and like we talk about, I'm never going to knock anybody for their decisions, anything yeah. like that. I wish him all the best. I wish he was at Oklahoma. But, hey, go do your thing and, uh, and be successful, you know. No, like, and like I said, like, it's just, it, yeah, it's just funny. Like, believe it or not, so I get I get some things from my sister, like some behind-the-scenes things that some other people wouldn't get because she, like, hangs out with some football, a couple of football players. But sometimes I know stuff before she does. <laughs> and she's on, cam- she's on campus. Like, <laughs> she's, she, she's friends with some of the athletes. So I'll be like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're not talking to the right people. Um, but so a little bit on my background. I was born uh, and raised here in Indianapolis, born 96, um, lived there for 15 years. Um, my whole family is from Oklahoma in North Texas. I have no family up here, not my immediate family, not my extended family. Um, my mom and dad were both from Ardmore, Oklahoma, uh, so Southern Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, my all, my all their siblings, all my aunts and uncles were too. They now live in some of the Dallas suburbs for the most part. And then I have um, an aunt and an uncle that live in Fayetteville, Arkansas as well. So I moved to Arkansas when I was 15. Uh, my mom got a job at Walmart Corpus, so we moved to Benville um, and, you know, ended up graduating from there and just came back up here for college because, you know, I knew the um, area really well. Um, I had gotten in contact with a couple of coaches, uh, was, was looking at playing college basketball, uh, but I, I had a catastrophic ankle injury. Um, the summer before my senior year. And so it kind of kind of derailed it. I still had a successful year, but it kind of turned into a situation where my doctor was like, yo, you can play college basketball, but if you do, the chances of you having like serious foot problems when you're like 40 is very high. And so I kind of had to make the decision of like, you know what, I can still be around the game um, without doing that. And so the story of how I got to the college I went to, um, the coach had actually worked lightly recruited me when I was a sophomore at the school here in Indianapolis. We had a, a, a cat that the, was the best uh, player that in, in my school's history, the one I'm athletic director in at now. He had like scored like 2,300 points, something like that, um, was a player of the year in, in a high conference up here and uh, played overseas for four years. So, he, you know, he was pretty good um, for, for our level, especially a small Christian school. Um, but I uh, had a pretty good game, the game they came to see him. And so the coach reached out to me and just said, hey, you're young, but, you know, keep keep working and keep progressing. We'll be in touch. Well, I moved um, to Arkansas, and so we kind of lost touch in general. And then, like, you know, I, I got hurt literally the next year and, you know, didn't really have too much of a, a junior, half a junior, half a senior year. Um, and so it kind of derailed the plans, but uh, he remembered me when I visited. And he was like, oh, I remember you, and, you know, you're Jalen, and, all this stuff, asking about family. And so he offered me an opportunity to be the head manager uh, for that school. And, it, you know, that that kind of changed my life. I was able to create connections up there that I still have with the head coach, with the athletic director um, that I'm able to use to my advantage and now pour that into my athletes. Uh, you know, we get to go to some of their games and stuff like that. Um, they get to meet, you know, the coaches and stuff like that. And it's, it's really neat for them and neat for me to be able to have that type of connection. Um, but Without getting sidetracked, uh, that is kind of how I became an Oklahoma fan. Is you know my mom, she graduated from OU in '87, and so 
you know, I, I bleed sooner blood, right? Sooner born, sooner bred, till I die, I'm sooner dead as me. I was just born in Indianapolis. So I, you know, I call myself a boomer Hoosier. You know, I like, I, I love Indianapolis, you know, more than Indiana necessarily. Indianapolis is my space, but I like, I'm an Oklahoma boy through and through just oh. living up here. Like I, if I, if I could move Brahms up here, I would, you know, like if I could just have a vanilla malt with a 30 pound bacon cheeseburger right now, I would, I would go. You know, yes, sir. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of but- like for me. Yeah, I lived in South Carolina for a little bit. We had this conversation, I think, on Twitter with somebody in, in one of the spaces, and we were talking about Bojangles. I don't know if you've ever oh, had yeah. Bojangles, but I'm like, oh, yes. if we could put Bojangles in in Oklahoma or Northwest Arkansas, it's kind of funny because that's where I'm at right now in Northwest Arkansas. So you Brett. can relate. I'm in Salem Springs. Salem Springs. Yes, sir. So, and then I go to I go to church and 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 everything. Uh, in, in Bentonville. So I have a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, it's a, uh, well, I'll, I'll plug for our, our church. It's a, uh, right now we're a portable church. We're, uh, downtown at the square. It's called SoCo. Uh, one of my, one of my really good friends, we did youth ministry together. Um, I was on his team when he was a youth pastor. Now he's the lead pastor. Um, and so I, I, uh, you know, enjoy it, love it. Uh, it's a great place. Uh, Bentonville, all that, obviously it's growing. Everybody knows, you know, Walmart and all that stuff. Everybody, everybody, like, they're like, they look at me weird when I say, hey, uh, the headquarters of Walmart's in Bentonville, Arkansas. And they're like, what? In yeah. Arkansas? I'm like, yeah. And there's actually three Fortune 500 companies in Northwest Arkansas. I there's see. Tyson, J.B. Hunt, and yep. uh, Walmart. So it's like, yep. everybody's like, holy cow. And it's booming, mm-hmm. man. It's it's great. And I'm, I'm only three and a half hours, four hours away from OKC, Norman. So it's a, it's a it's a good good spot for me, so I enjoy it. That's what's up, man. Yeah, no, I, I mean my family lived they lived literally the last ten years um, in Bentonville, and so yep. you know I lived there personally for two years, but then you know I go back every summer in Bentonville, so I'm very very familiar with Bentonville. You know I have some good memories there, Rogers, everything, yep. Springdale, Fayetteville, you know whole forty nine, everything up and down. So oh yeah. You know, I had good fond memories of Northwest Arkansas. Hey, you're ever hey, you're ever in uh, NWA, you come uh come holler at me, we'll hang out. Man, y'all oh, talking oh, about for these, sure. Y'all are talking about all these crazy places. I grew up in a town of 700 people in Texas. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. I grew up in a small town called Crawford, Texas. If you know where George Bush's ranch is, I grew up there in you a go. Same town. So yeah. Wow. Y'all so I actually these... grew up in Tulsa, but my dad's family, uh his 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 uh ground. Grandfather and grandma had a farm in Salem Springs, and so we always used to come over here when I was a kid and uh, enjoyed it. We moved around a little bit too when I was in in school and stuff like that. So, but yeah. home is Northwest Arkansas for me, and I, I love it. Good people. Yeah. Other yeah. than Razorback fans, but we'll we'll let that Facts. we'll let that slide. That's a, that's a fact. <laughs> no, no, bro, you understand, dog. Like Christian, I'm telling crazy. you, I got somebody that finally understands. They're they're crazy. What I go bro. through, like. Like, but, but it don't make sense. Like, they'll just, I remember when I was living there, they would just come from my neck for no reason. Like, oh, you yeah. and Arkansas are not even in the same conference, right? Oh. So I'm like, then they'd be like, oh my gosh, you're a OU fan. Like, y'all suck. I'm like, I'm like, are you serious? I was like, have you, have you been to, to, uh, UW Reynolds recently? Like, have you been to that? Like, have we, have you seen Alabama kick y'all in the teeth 52 to seven? I was in that game in the suite. I was just enjoying the food because the game was terrible. So, like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, they'll, and then they'll jump on the backs of the Georgias and Alabamas and say, hey, we're, we're the SEC. And I'm like, hold on, you know, hold on here. <laughs> but I will say 
they got a good thing going now. I like Sam Pittman. I like what he's doing. And I I I, I don't rip them, but when they come after me, it's it's like, all right, yes. let me let me just yes. hit you with some with some with some knowledge. And then now, oh boy, I can't wait till we get into the SEC and we start playing games at in Fayetteville, and then they can come over and, and see how we uh, re-roll at, uh, you know, at OU. So I, I'm just I'm, – I'm waiting. I'm, I'm patiently uh, – the next couple of years, I'm like, all right, y'all about to see. And they're like, oh, well, we beat Texas. I said, bro, we're not Texas. I said, wait. That's unreal. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, JP, that leads me to my next question. Um, for somebody that has kids that can go to being an AD, that somebody that has kids that can go into collegiate sports, what is your opinion on – the name, image, and likeliness. You know, we had Trav on a couple of weeks ago. We kind of talked about it, how, you know, it's it's good to see, you know, athletes in all colors get the same recognition for something and they just have to go out and get paid and they have money to kind of fall back on if what they want and everything doesn't come out to what they want it to be. So what do you think about all that stuff, man? I mean, do you like it? Do you do you understand it? Cause I kind of have mixed feelings about it. I feel like it's yeah. a good thing needs to be regulated to where these yeah. 18 year old kids aren't making millions. To me, that just doesn't sit right. Cause they don't know how to handle money and a bunch yeah. of other assortments of things. But what do you think about that, man? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. I think it's, it's good. I think it was needed. Um, you know, some people just wanted it so that we could have NCAA football back uh, the video game, but you know, more than that, more than that, it was needed just, for parity, I think college, in college football in general, and for um, athletes, student athletes, you know, they don't people don't understand the plight, right? Like, I had, I even had to. Okay, before I say this, I love my wife very much. She's amazing. Love my life. She's going through a hard time right now. She's on bed rest, caring. My daughter's probably going to be born in about a month, which is crazy to say. Um, but I'm gonna put her on blast here for a little bit. She she did not really understand what it meant to be a student. Like when we was in college, like she'd be like, she's one of those be like, oh my gosh, like. Why do student athletes complain? Like they get everything, yeah, 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 right. And I like, look, there are some student athletes like that that do I think take it to the next level, and it's like, okay, you're really not respectful of the opportunity that you are given to go to school full time because there's a lot of kids in you know lesser countries that don't have the opportunity. Uh, but it's it's more like the 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 kids that do have real plights, like that they they don't get food, like. They, they get food like when they go uh, to practice or to do that, but then, you know, they don't, they don't really have the time to spend or to get money or to make money. And so everybody's like, oh, well, you, you know, you, you get your books paid for and you get uh, your schooling paid for. You should be grateful. It's like, okay, but they don't get to experience stuff like a regular student does. It's not the same yeah. thing. Like they're essentially doing a job. Like my sister is essentially doing a job. Like she practices five hours a day, right? Like for track. Like, and then she got to do her schoolwork too. So what time does she have to, you know, get money if her parents are not giving her any, right? And then on top of that, to have a regular social life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to decide one. It's, it's, it's difficult. And so that's the decision yeah. that student athletes face all the time. And so it's like with NIL, now there's opportunity for them to actually make money off their name, image, and likeness. Whereas before, Everybody else was, but they couldn't get a piece of it. And that was that was more of the issue, right? Like, yeah, they could they couldn't get a piece of the pie, even though everybody else was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see Reggie Bush do what he did. I'm gonna go see Adrian Peterson do what he yeah. did in the mid 2000s." Uh, but you know, it's a problem as soon as they start to benefit a, a little. I mean, a chunk of change off of it. Not not as much as people would like to think. It's not like they would be billionaires. 
out here getting Patrick Mahomes money, like, you know, it was a couple on couple thousand dollars, maybe like, you know what I mean? Like for, for pieces. So why are we regulating something that, that kids should be allowed to get? Um, yeah. And so onto your, your point, I, I do think though, there needs to be regulation of it, um, not because of the kids, right? But boosters. And I talked about, look, I talked about this in the summer because Texas fans was on my job. I said, look, you guys are talking about how you have all these NIL opportunities and yada, yada, yada. And I said, look, at the end of the day, NIL is only going to take you so far, right? Like ultimately, even if you get a player because of NIL, if you if it don't translate on the field, oh, like three years down the road, people are going to be like, man, Texas can offer me you know, a million dollars now, but OU or somebody else, Alabama, Georgia, they can offer me $30, $40 million in the NFL because they're going to actually develop me. So you need to have a, a program of development before you even think about NIL. Not that you can't use it, yeah, but you have a lot of resources. But now you get into the, you know, what, if you want to say Texas A&M, even though Jimbo claims he's clean, is going through right now, like where there, there yeah. are kind of things that are being done behind closed doors that, you know, oh, it's NIL, but it's not. It's not really about. about. Well, I think, too, is like back to your point about, you know, back in the day, the whole Reggie Bush. See, I was in high school and all that stuff went down. So I, I was a huge Reggie Bush fan. And I was always, you know, to that, you know, um, way of thinking that, I mean, we're not, pay, we're not we're not asking you to pay these kids bukus of money and millions of dollars, but yeah. they should be able to have a little money to fed. do something on the weekends, you yeah. know. And I've heard multiple stories from friends and people who have played D one and stuff like that. And they're like, "Dude, we had to get we had to get twenty bucks from one of our coaches to to get pizza or to get something on the weekends." And the university and and the NCAA is making millions and millions of dollars off of the jerseys that they're selling. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have my last name on it, but. Uh, little little Johnny walking down the streets not wearing it because you know he likes the number twenty eight. He likes the guy wearing the number twenty eight. You know, yeah. and and for me, I think I think we're all on, in the agreement that you know the 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 kids are not necessarily the problem. It's the adults and the and the people that have the power that yeah. are are using it to not. I don't want to say exploit, but to uh, to help their well being as well because they have to win. They have to uh, have job security. They have to have, you know, things. And I think, um, you know, some, some people, a committee or whoever it is, is going to have to really sit down and think about how they're going to regulate this and how, you know, it's all going to be, you know, as level as it can be for all sports. I'm not just saying football. I think softball, girl sports, things like that should get a piece of the pie as well. So, yeah. And, and you know, it's different when you're presenting – opportunities for kids to profit from NIL. That's different than saying, I'm going to pay you this amount of money if you come here, which is what's happening, but they're putting it as NIL, right? And all NIL is supposed to be is, man, like when you get here, you are literally able to profit off of your name, image, and likeness. Hate to bring it up, but like low-key is is what's going on with Caleb at USC right now, right? Like he's profiting off all of his name with with. Dr. Dre in Beach right now. Smart play. That's fine. Like, fine to say, but it, that's how it's supposed to work. It's not supposed to be, I'm going to give you $10 million for you to come here. See, right? I, think that, like, I think that's the biggest thing that people hate about it is it's coming to this point like, hey, we'll pay you X amount of whatever money. 
that's essentially a salary instead of instead of hey spencer we love what you're doing on the field you got a big name we're gonna give you two cars and some cash to kind of present us behind your name and i you know that's what i thought it was gonna be and when it first started to come out when it's like oh ncaa football is you know everybody can get paid now ncaa football's coming i was like great I thought it was going to be like, you know, you can sell your, well, I think what's happening, it's gotten crazy. Yeah. I think what's happening is, is that one, one car dealership or one person with, with a business or whatever is seeing, Oh, well they're doing this. So I've got to one up them or I've got to do this to to sweeten our pot to, you know, like Texas paying $50,000 per offensive lineman. I'm like, what is that? I mean, yeah, you're going to get recruits, but at the end of the day, what are you trying to, what are you trying to teach them? Are you trying to teach them? Hey, you can make money off of your name or are you making money just just for you can you know you sign your uh letter of intent you know which one is like they're gonna be like hey why were you late to uh why was you late to summer summer workout hey that 50k hit my bank yet no i'm not coming yeah watch watch but they but they're okay with their culture down there no they're okay with their culture. oh yeah that's what yeah. i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah. it's nuts. Uh, it's, it's nuts for sure man and i i hope it does get Someone regulated, you know. I'd... I mean, it has to. Like, it, it can't continue, you know, to do this because it, it's going to be like, all right, well, what's the what's the end to it? Like, yeah, what is the cap on how much they can make, the deals they can get, things like that. I mean, there's got to be some some type of, you know, regulation to, you know, because essentially, you know, you don't even have to go to the NFL. You can get your money and just say, hey, I'm not playing football anymore. I'm just going to do this, or I'm, you know, whatever it is, and so. It'll be interesting to see what, uh, you know, the the committees or, or the NCAA or whoever, you know, comes up with, um, you know, and it also has to deal with the playoff expansion, you know, things like that. There's a lot, I think, that needs to be, uh, you know, talked about. And uh, so it'll be interesting. No, for sure. The last thing I will say, uh, you know, I, I just want to put the plug in here real quick. I, I had a long conversation today with people that don't like Baker Mayfield, okay? And I just feel like I feel like I'm gonna end this with defense. Okay, it's gonna be one minute. I'm gonna try to keep it to one minute. <clears throat> Listen, Baker went into what was the worst organization in sports history. The worst organization in sports history. Okay, they were one in thirty-one before he got there. The next year, rookie season, broke a rookie touchdown record, which people are gonna act like doesn't happen. Oh, he's in an inflated passing league. Oh, okay, so and you you said Justin Herbert is nice. Okay, he broke it by two touchdowns, but but we want to compare Baker. Okay, anyways, you know, he got them to seven wins, six more wins than they had the, the year previous, right? So then the next year he has what everybody and their mama considers the worst head coach, one of the worst head coaches, at least, in recent NFL memory in Freddie Kitchens, right? Didn't have any clue what he was doing, didn't have any continuity, nothing, okay? Nothing at all. Okay. Terrible. Baker didn't have he, Baker didn't have a good year. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine admitting that. I'm not biased enough to admit that. But he's a second year quarterback that doesn't have um, any any vision casting from anybody in that organization, and it's still a terrible organization. Okay. Now they bring Kevin Stefanski in third year. Okay. He starts off iffy, still kind of figuring out those tendencies. Then he takes off, especially when OBJ gets hurt. Okay. Takes off, takes them to the playoffs, wins their first playoff game in 30 years. 30 years, right, um, and, and everybody anoints him last January. Oh, he, he's the guy. He's the guy, okay? Going into this season, balls out of Kansas City, 
makes a if he I want to say even an iffy mistake. He tried to throw it away, he got clipped. It happens. Okay. Then the next week, through two weeks, he, he's completing 81% of his passes, right? Nobody's worried about he's not the guy. Tears his labor on a throw that wasn't even if the interception wasn't even his fault. It's Anthony Schwartz's fault because he stopped short, right? Tears his labor. Then everybody wants to act like it's not that big of a deal to have a torn labor and to go through the season like that. He has ups and downs. It, it literally affects every single week of his in preparation, in what he's doing and how he's communicating with his wide receivers. Not only that, the offensive line was hurt. The tackles were hurt all year. The running backs were hurt in, in spurts with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. So this roster that everybody wants to talk about that was Super Bowl ready, it wasn't intact the whole year. It literally wasn't intact the whole year. And the defense was terrible through the first six to seven weeks. Then they figured it out, right? Ultimately, it gets pinned on Kevin Stefanski, in my opinion, for this year. And, and there's a lot of other things going on, but he did not handle his business, okay? Even though Baker didn't play well with the torn labrum, Ryan Tannehill had the same exact stats as Baker Mayfield, healthy, and his team was the number one seed in the AFC. Why is that? Because Mike Vrabel's a damn good coach. That's why, okay? And I'm not saying Kevin Stefanski's not there, but I'm just saying, let's not, let's not throw Baker Mayfield to the trash, right? I'm fine with, with you saying that he, he is playing like an average quarterback to above average quarterback. I can see that. I have no problem saying I'm not that crazy. He has potential to be top 10. I've seen that. But he's not right now. And that's okay to say, right? We, we need to see a little bit more from him, even with the injury. But for you to, just need people, to yeah, for people to tell me that he's a backup quarterback. Like they said, he's not a starting quarterback in this league. He's a backup quarterback. That's when I get, that's when I get like, I get hot. And people are like, yeah. why are you always riding? Back? I'm like, no, I'm not. You guys just disrespect this. You have dude. to look at the whole picture. Anybody else I know. Yeah. And I think uh, here's the, here's the, here's the thing is when he finally settles into a cohesive system where he's got somebody there for more than one year, then let's, you know, let's talk about it. Give him, you know, next year or something like that. He comes back healthy, stuff like that, you know, and then the whole OBJ thing, whatever, you know, you know, it is what it is. But for me, it's, you know, and, and, and we've seen it too often, you know, well, then everybody's like, well, he's, he's not there, you know, this, that, no. So what's the answer in Cleveland, folks? Like, right. you know, come on. It's not, you're just not going to, you know, oh, well, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson or whoever, you yeah. know, things like, I'm like, all right, let's just, you know, pump the brakes. Let's see what he does in year year two, year three of with Stefanski, and and then we'll uh, you know make an educated you know decision. Correct, correct. Sure. Which is all we're asking for. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying he's going to be a Super Bowl winner. I'm not a am I saying he's a top five game. quarterback right now? No, no by no, no means. No, you know we're no not means. saying that. Yeah, and I think that's where it gets I think a little diluted is people think that oh you're just a Sooner fan you immediately think Baker Mayfield is the greatest quarterback in the in the NFL I'm not not I'm not that naive okay see the way the way that I think about it is that like the Browns want their respect and Baker wants his damn respect too you know and I honestly think that's where it says like y'all were saying do I personally think he's a top 10 quarterback no he's not he's not I'm, well, I'm look sorry, at Cleveland won a not. playoff game and, and and for how many years how many years did it take him took him a long time and he was the exactly. quarterback to get him there 
And that's exactly. the thing is that we've seen flashes from Baker. Yeah. Baker yeah. is a dog. When their team this. is healthy. Yeah. When you know? the Browns are Man, healthy, healthy, they will be one of the better teams in the NFL. Yep. Yep. Mark my words. Yep. But like JP was saying, they haven't been. They so if you can keep them healthy, there. that team's scary. But until JP, then, they're going to be right where they are currently. You ask people that don't want, that don't pay attention. They had the same rock. The, the roster they had on day one, paper roster. It was the same roster the whole year. Baker had everything he needed. Yeah. They don't, they didn't watch the games. Yeah, for sure. Well, JP, again, we appreciate you for coming on, brother. And I uh, hope you have a great night. Hope your family stays healthy and it all gets good, brother. And uh, if you ever want to come back on, just let us know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I, I'll definitely come back on. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all having me on and love everything you guys are doing here. You know, you guys are you guys are going up, man, just like OU is. OU recruiting, right? Yes, sir. Uh, but no, for real. Uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing what you guys continue to do with the show and, you know, a year from now, seeing how you guys have grown and everything like that. So thanks we again for having me on. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So JP, uh, tell the folks before we, uh, before we leave um, where they can watch the show and, and how they can follow you and, and stay up to date with all that. Yeah. So every Wednesday night, uh, we do the JP and Chad show on my YouTube channels, the Be Indie Sooner on YouTube, Be Indie Sooner. You can subscribe there. Um, also have done some other videos on there as well that you can check out. But um, yeah, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, we do that. So come on, engage. Um, as these guys have said, they've, they've been there multiple times. We, we get your questions in, uh, especially to some of our guests. It's kind of cool to see how they interact uh, with your questions. So uh, please please come on out um, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Central Time. And then if you don't follow me, follow me on Twitter at Indy underscore Sooner. That's at I-N-D-Y underscore sooner um and that's been anything for the anything OU podcast and the chris and drew show uh be sure to go check out all of our socials all of them are in the link in the description below be sure to check out jp's socials as well all of his links will be in the description as well drew you got anything you want to leave the people with man hey as always get over to that youtube page hit that subscribe button that notifications bell so you don't miss any of our new content we got some good things rolling out here soon as always we enjoy doing this each and every week can't can't wait till the next one um but for me boomer sooner ah